From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Dave Ross. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. Say hello, Rigby. <laughs> there it is. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Um, look, I'm just going to be... I'm going to be a straight shooter. I'm going to shoot straight. I'm going to shoot from the hip. Right up top. Are those? Does that mean the same thing? I don't know. I don't really know what those expressions mean. Some of them. But yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell it like it is. I'm going to give you the scoop. Uh, I am just worn out. A lot of stuff's been going on. I don't mean to brag, but I've been doing a lot of stuff and things lately. And, uh, you know, it's been... I can't complain. It's been cool. A lot of fun stuff, but I am pretty exhausted. Um, So because of all that, it looks like we're just going to have... A quick mini episode because I just don't think I have the energy to entertain a guest right now. So hopefully nobody shows up and we can just have a relaxing. Oh my God. Not tonight. Okay. I guess gotta Rigby shut up. Try and suck it up. Be friendly. Get the door. Hey, Dave Ross. Dave Ross. Oh my God, it's really Dave Ross. I haven't seen him since he went on tour. But now he's back and he showed up at my door. Now we're gonna hang with Dave Ross. Me and Rigby talk to Dave Ross. We're gonna have a deep and meaningful chat. There's nothing that we can't talk about. But just don't ask me what I'm doing. Hey man, what are you doing? Oh shit. He just asked me what I'm doing. I need to come up with a clever retort. And I don't have a good one. Wait, yes I do. I'm gonna go with this one. What are you doing? I uh, you know, I was just in the neighborhood and uh and I, yeah, I just re- I was just walking around. You know, because I like to go for walks. Uh that's how I I don't know, that's sort of how I Make it through each day, you know. Yeah. You know, I wake One up every step morning, at a time, yeah, literally, like, pretty horrified every morning, and then I just go for a nice walk, and then I remembered you were in this neighborhood. I figured I'd give you a knock, see what you're doing. That was bad marketing on your part. You should, shouldn't you be pretty terrified most of the time? Uh, no. Uh, you know, I see where you're going there, <laughs> but no, I don't want to lie. I'm sad all the time. Uh, so I'm never scared. Just, just very sad. Okay. <laughs> very, right. very well. Sad. Would it make you any happier if we didn't continue to stand in this doorway? Why don't you come on in? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. That's great. Thank you so much. Yeah, good to see you. Good Thanks to see you, too. By. Also, uh, I'm not sad. I feel great. Yeah? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm doing great. How That's are you? good to hear. I am good, but I am also, I'll be honest, I am pretty exhausted. Oh, yeah? And not felt great today, just, I think, because of exhaustion. Did I, did I wake you up? 
You did not wake me up, well, but if you had shown up much later, I don't, I don't know how much I got in me today. I would have, yeah. So gonna... <laughs> you got like 15 minutes yeah. on your own podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> cool, cool, man. So if you if you catch me nodding right. off. Just, Sounds uh... great. I'll see you later, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, you're exhausted. I'm sorry to hear that. What's what's going sorry. on? Uh, no, it's like, it's it's good exhausted lots of yeah. lots of fun exciting things have been happening lately but yeah you went to magic like, mountain i went to disneyland did you that's yeah. cool that's cool yeah. so good ge- close yeah. guess hell yeah dude. i've been to magic mountain in a while i've never been ever really? once are you a, a roller coaster fan i am a huge roller coaster fan you should go to magic mountain i know well i haven't since i started stand-up i haven't really done many things that are fun that are not stand-up you know, yeah, just got sort of obsessed and pretty much only do that. So it would be good to go do some some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, Magic Mountain is uh, one of I would almost maybe especially roller coaster wise. Really, second best that I've ever been to. I Where's think. your top? What's number uh, one? Are you familiar with Cedar Point? Oh man, you. You Michigan motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> You're not – are you from Michigan? Yeah, I was. I okay. grew up in Michigan, yeah. Everyone I know from Michigan will not shut the fuck up about Cedar because Point. it's the best. Is it really? It really is. All right. Well, I got to go. Yeah. Uh, and I'll let you know how I feel. I've also never been to Magic Mountain, but Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey <clears throat> is pretty dope. I it's pretty dope. Wait. Have I been there? I don't know if you've been there. <laughs> What if I give you a little me. background on me? Can you maybe piece this together? <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll just ask you some questions. First question, have you been to Six Flags Great Adventure? I'm not sure. Well, that doesn't help me at all. Hmm. We're, we're off to a bad start. We really are. Well, that one's good. It's better than the one in Houston. Do, is, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's get to this. Uh-huh. Is it next is that one next to a, an amphitheater? Is there like a, a venue right oh. next to it? Oh man, I have no idea. Because I, I, I don't think I'm thinking of the right place. But there's somewhere that uh, the Warp Tour always used to go, and it was right next to this amusement park. And so, with your Warp Tour laminate, you could get in for free. Oh, to the park. really? Yeah. So and I, it was I, in Jersey. That's what I. I, part of me, the more I'm thinking about it, I think it might have been Pennsylvania. Because, dude, if it were if it were in Jersey or Pennsylvania and I had known about it, that's where I would have gone to Warp Tour for sure because I love roller coasters. I went to Randall's Island every year. I grew up in Orange County, New York. That one, uh, that's a real dusty day. Dude, you're telling me. I mean, <laughs> I don't even I – don't, I have no idea what it's like from the stage, but every year I went uh, – yeah, it's an ex- an expanse of like hundreds of soccer fields, hundreds of soccer <laughs> fields, right? And I think by like one p.m. and Warp Tour starts what eleven a.m. Yeah, but usually yeah, yeah by twelve thirty or one, I remember all of the grass had been kicked up and these huge dust clouds and yeah. like in the pit, and that was like I didn't do drugs or anything until like the end of my senior year of high school or drink uh-huh. or anything. So I lived for a mosh pit. That was my drug. Right. Yeah, and so I was just in the pit all day. I would have uh, – my teeth would be brown with dirt. Yeah, My face and my shirt and like I would have like – one year, uh, my friend Henry had to go to the hospital uh, because he had so many so much dirt in his lungs from yeah, that like, show. Yeah, all of like any, you know, regulars on the on the tour that would work it every year be abandoned it, that have been there before. Like 
that day, pretty much everyone walks around with bandanas over their mouths and noses. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's rough. I remember one year I had, like, it, that just destroyed my allergies. Really? And I literally just had to, like, hide in the bus all day because I was dude, just a disaster so when I went outside. You're so fucking punk, dude. I know. I'm pretty cool, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> all it comes down to. That's awesome, man. So you, So you're from New York. I am from New York, I, I yes. I think I knew that, but I could I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm a mess right now. I mean the thing is that I'm sorry do you want to do you want to get some tea? Could or you something? just could you give me like eight hours? Yeah, I'll All be right. back in eight hours. Okay. Also, man, I totally forgot that it was Christmas. Merry Christmas, you Merry know. Merry Christmas to you. Like, Not no wonder everyone I was notices. Sad. I don't know how they don't notice. I've got the decorations. The decorations are everywhere. I mean it's snowing <laughs> in Burbank. You know? Very it weird. Only snows on Christmas and it always snows on Christmas in Burbank. If you don't know that about Burbank, you should try Burbank sometime. Yeah. It's the best city in the world. Uh, yeah. It's a scientific <laughs> fact. Sure it, is. it is. Every almanac and textbook says it. Mm -hmm. If it's good um, – well, my motto has always been if it's good enough for Jay Leno, it's good enough for me. <laughs> uh, and you could take it even one step further and say if Jay Leno does it, I have to do it. Oh, yeah. Is that why you live in Burbank, Jay Leno? Mm -hmm. I take my own jaywalking <laughs> segments outside our house. Oh, every day. shut up! <laughs> uh, is that the name of a bit, an old bit on Tonight yeah. Show? Oh, I think God. they would. I think it, they would. I think usually do it like at Univert, like at City Walk or something. They would take where he, I don't even remember. It was just him walking up to people and asking them questions and making people look stupid, basically. Like right, like things like, "Oh, you should know the answer to this," and and they just find <laughs> the dumb people that don't know who the vice president is or something and then everybody oh, laughs oh yes and... i've seen these bits right yeah. right they just keep and i'm sure the way they do that bit is that they go out they just pick one day and they go out all day until they meet the world's dumbest human being mm -hmm. right that's got to be it uh yeah also since it is christmas i got you a present you didn't think this was a present for you but it is a present for you since it's so this is for me that's for you oh yeah don't worry i have another Should... one okay good yeah should we should we tell the listeners? I think we should, should we tell just, the listeners okay. what it is. Yeah, Dave, uh, first first uh, guest to bring any sort of gift for me at all. Honestly, that's uh, that is that pains me to hear. Yeah, well, you're the, the only guy. Christmas that could, uh... sucks in your house. <laughs> but he 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 brought a Santa hat with a Mexican flag on it. And it says Feliz Navidad. It says Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Yeah. I wish it said Feliz Navidad. I know. Maybe, so. you know, I have some, some handy friends with, yeah. a, with a needle. <laughs> so yeah. a needle. Let me make sure. Right, right, right. Good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I would bet you also have a friend or two that's handy with a heroin needle. Maybe not. I used to. If, if so, <laughs> that's... <laughs> if uh, so, that would, that would be shocking news to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I uh... Well, <laughs> in a band with a guy that's very open about problems he he used to have and uh but he never i think he said that's kind of the the one thing he never really uh oh really well that's good yeah i think that you never do heroin no i yeah. don't do anything i drink did you ever do anything no really I, you, I, you've I, never I, smoked weed or uh no really I, well actually this is this i've i have to admit i've never i haven't really said this to anyone Actually, kind of. I've I've been I've been through some stuff lately. Like I've I've had a lot of uh, just just the, in the last couple of years of like depression things and and things yeah. like that. And I've been a little bit open about that lately. But uh, as 
uh, I have been going to therapy and basically oh, one day uh, my therapist straight up was like, I was just talking about a lot. She's like, do you ever smoke? No, I actually never have, which shocked her. And huh. uh, she was like, basically recommended that I really give it a shot. And uh, and have you yet? I I I tried a a vaporizer a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if it's for me. Huh. I, I didn't. I didn't. Dis. I don't know. I I felt very indifferent, kind of. Oh. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not for everyone. Yeah. And the only reason it's shocking to hear that you haven't smoked weed is just because in my life, it's just everywhere. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, so I guess it, I would imagine it isn't yours, too. Uh, yeah, it, it was just, I never, it just never had the appeal to me. And I think, you know, I would be, I really, it's weird. Like, I knew plenty of people that did, but, like, it just seemed like it never really happened around me like i knew of it and i knew who did and they'll let it but it just like i don't know it just i it somehow like avoided it like unintended huh. i wasn't like trying to avoid it, it sure. just that's just how it worked just never came around sure yeah. and you did it the one time and it's not you're not into it well i i, I have tried a couple of times and it's I, i've had varied experience like one time i i i it's like, well, this is this is kind of fun because I uh, I remember I I threw uh, threw on <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang on Netflix, then and it became the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh wow! And so that night that night was was fun. But then there's other times I, uh, that I tried, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, I just didn't feel like much. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Well, there are <laughs> um, I and I didn't know this until very recently. I always knew that there were different types of weed, but there are very different types of weed. Basically, there are two like main types: indica and sativa, uh-huh. and then within that, there are all sorts of strains. Yeah, uh, that have all kinds of varying effects. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and I know people that have found like a very specific strain, and that's all they smoke. Yeah, I've because, heard that too. Yeah, I think that's crazy. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not like insane of them. It's just like blows my mind that that's uh, that's the way people smoke weed um so i don't who knows man maybe you'll find one that really yeah that bang bang weed do that bang bang. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't know i just it was one of those things but uh that i i had gone so long without ever doing it and ever caring and i was like you know what maybe i'm just gonna i'm gonna ride this out and not sure. not ever do it but then just when when that uh came from a professional <laughs> basically saying i should at least that maybe is try. so nuts man yeah i mean that's nuts for so many reasons Uh, the first is like you know when we were growing up weed was still like you don't smoke weed (laughs) from a like an authorities standpoint that that probably 10 years ago that uh counselor could have been like disbarred or whatever gotten in trouble if we like told their boss uh Uh, they told me to do drugs what (laughs) no fucking way dude put them in jail uh but uh there's that but also, like, as a cure for depression, that's really interesting. Because well, it's... that was it was yeah. I mean, there a few other things, and just you know, like although Were you I jerking don't... off too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. First guess. You need something else to make you feel good <laughs> besides jerking off fifteen times a day. Yeah, uh, just of, of you know, I have a lot of anxiety issues as well, which I know that can also go both ways with that as oh well, it certainly but, can yeah. also depending on strain yeah. also 
I don't know anyone who has anxiety issues, man. <laughs> I am fine. Yeah. Uh, and well, that's kind of the basis of let's bring it back to terrified. Terrified. Yeah, yeah. Podcasts, totally. Which is how I know you. Cause that I is was, true. Yeah, was, you recorded an episode or two. I, I did a few. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, man. Um, yeah, I love man. Well, that's one of the things I love about comedy. You meet so many people who just like to make stuff. For one random reason or another, you mm-hmm. being another person, yeah. Uh, that was great. Yeah, my podcast is about um, – I interview people about what they're afraid of or what they dislike about themselves. Um, and and is, with, is your anxiety kind of the reason that you wanted to do this? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I had well, – okay, so when I was like – I was a psychology major in college, and that started – my interest in that came from – well, I guess I took psych in high school, but I was dating a girl through most of college who was a psych major. And uh, I really didn't want to try hard at college, mm-hmm. and I didn't uh, want to be apart from her. So easy major. But then I ended up loving it, and uh, and that – you know, you don't really – studying psychology in college is weird because in uh, undergrad – because it's basically like going to psychology high school. You can't – there's no direction in what you teach, You just in what you learn. You just l- take a bunch of electives in psychology basically and then a research class and a stats class, and they're like, here's your fucking degree is basically it. So uh-huh. it, there's no like – you don't have a skill. You just have all – like a bigger vocabulary and a lot of knowledge, okay. a lot of basic knowledge about one wide topic. Uh-huh. And so really what it does is it makes you analyze <laughs> yourself because you're not good at analyzing others. Everyone always says when you have a psych degree, they're like, oh, so are you, like, sizing me up right now? See what's wrong with me? And, like, no, I'm thinking about how I hate myself. That's <laughs> that's that's what it did to me. Uh, like, it made me self-aware earlier, I think, okay. of, like, my own problem, my own emotional, you know, not problems, but, you know, like, inconsistencies. And, uh, and then I, like, I wrote a – when I was 23, I was so fucking anxious that I wrote, like, a book. This is true. I wrote a – book of like basically like chronicling like all these little moments in my life that were horrifying for me and uh and then i like printed some copies up and gave it to people and ever since then people really liked it and ever since then i've been sort of like obsessed with the idea of anxieties and fear and other people and um you know loneliness and the fact that a lot like most people feel alone and Mm -hmm. uh most people are sort of like distant uh, from other human beings or not self-aware or just like angry or some sort of like depressed or anxious, worried, <laughs> afraid, some version of that. Most people seem to have that. I've, and I've also, I've been interested in that yeah. ever since people like positively validated my own anxieties. So, right. uh, that's kind of where that show comes from. Um, you know, it's funny though, is that I, um, I think of myself as really open with talking about anxieties and depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the year anniversary of my show is coming up. And for it, I'm going to – my friend Jake Weissman, who's a very good friend of mine who's done the show, yeah, he's going to interview in me. A sketch group with him. Yeah, and we're in a sketch group called Women together, yeah. He is going to interview me on the show. Uh-huh. So we're going to talk about my anxieties and what I don't like about myself. And I was thinking about it today. I am terrified of being judged. I'm literally the name of the show <laughs> right. of being judged. I didn't even say it wasn't yeah. on purpose. Uh, 
I am like, I'm worried. I'm like really worried that I'm going to uh, say a bunch of stuff, just say everything that I think is wrong with me, and everyone is going to be like, well, fuck him or whatever. Right. All the thing that I do to my guests week after week, I'm scared of myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I think what I have found is because I did. Are, are you familiar with the. There's a podcast called Man School? Uh, yes, actually, I know Caleb. Okay, I know Caleb yeah. well. He's funny. Yeah, he had me on uh, like a month or so ago, and cool. I kind of talked for the first time really ever kind of like in detail about like why I left Motion City and oh. what I was going through, like kind of depression and anxiety and all those, all those things, and uh, and I felt kind of weird about it, uh, but... I mean, because it, it's just not super easy to talk about, and uh, uh, but like the reaction was great. I got really? so many nice messages from so many people. Really, and it was like it really like was kind of just like a nice boost. Like I know that I did what I needed to do, but it just it's you know it's not easy to talk about, and I feel like I'm weirdly getting, you know, I I don't know. There's like. This is something I end up talking about in therapy a lot of, of I uh, get more comfortable in like some sort of like performance setting. Like, performance is a strong word, but you know, like being on a podcast or being, you know, whether it is playing drums or, or whatever it is, like I'm more comfortable. Like I'm all, the same. Yeah. All the things like we're talking about right now, if these microphones weren't on, absolutely, I would be so much more uncomfortable i don't understand why that is yeah i don't understand why that is either man because i like i can um like i am very scared of confrontation very very scared yeah, i'm very scared of, yeah uh yeah so we'll so you know what it's like uh, like i'm scared of being hit by another person uh-huh. uh yelled at anyone like anyone being mad at me yeah like especially the violence part of it really scares me and uh but i i and so I do not ruffle feathers really in life, mm-hmm. uh, but I can and will on stage during stand up. Like if someone fucks with me during my stand up, uh-huh. I will like wade into it and have no problem dealing with them one on one from the stage. And I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's such a strange thing. When now when it's yeah. after you do that and you're off stage, I don't look him in the eye. Head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna kill me, basically. Uh-huh. Right. Um. And actually now, I because I'm aware of that and myself, I like make a point to like make eye contact with those people <laughs> uh-huh. because I just want to make sure that we're like that I know where I stand basically because yeah. I'm and that's because I'm so afraid that any human being at any moment is going to kill me basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if I go that Share far that one? with with, no. with my uh, but yeah. Um, and you just uh, sorry, I'm just no. jump around a bit. Uh, and you just did like a two month tour. Right? Oh yeah, I haven't seen you since you got back. I think. Yeah, How long have you, you got back not too long ago though, right? I got back uh, just about a month ago. I oh, got okay. back on May thirtieth. Okay. It feels like yesterday though, because it was a real endeavor. It was awesome. Yeah. It was yeah man. It was it was a two month long tour. I went through the south out to New York and then through the Midwest back to L.A. Uh, it took about a month to get out there and a month to come back. And, uh, yeah, 
best two months of my life, man. Really? Oh, dude, that's great. So great. That's and that's like the first time you've done like that type of thing, right? Yeah, I did a sh- like a kind of sort of thing, like a three week thing last year, but really like a week and a really it was a week of touring myself. A week of that was just sort of showcase shows and then a festival and then I was in Atlanta for a week and then mm-hmm. so it really wasn't hardcore traveling as much. Um yeah, this was like very different, very intense. It was a, a diff for most of April, a different city every night where I was headlining a show. Yeah. Uh and uh and then, you know, opened for Joe Zimmerman in Atlanta and then more headlining and then I was doing short sets in New York and then I opened for Kinane, Kyle Kinane for a week and that was amazing and dude it was just incredible. That's it great. So great man. It's, had you uh, was it a lot of new places for you or had you yeah. been to those places before? I had been to a handful of them. I had been to a few of them to do stand up before like I'd been to Atlanta and I'd been to New Orleans and New York and Austin and San Antonio and Houston but uh, and a few others like Nashville and Omaha and Denver. But like for the most part, it was yeah, brand new places. Did you find a new place that you that you particularly liked? Oh, dude, so many. I and this is gonna sound so corny, but this is one of the the overwhelming thoughts I had getting home from tour was that I fucking love America. I like love <laughs> it. I love it. And there's a lot of uh, hate from the coasts, to, like coming toward the middle of the country and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, liberals hating on conservatives and, and stuff like that. And, and people on the coast worried that they're not going to be accepted in the Bible belt or the Midwest or whatever. And also the reverse. But honestly, man, like I, I'm everywhere I went, everyone, pretty much everyone was welcoming and it was great. And there was the occasional asshole just like with everywhere. Yeah. But it was awesome, man. I loved it. I, um, I loved, uh. I loved Madison, Wisconsin, Madison's so good. much. Yeah, that was that was a uh, early. That was like one of the in our touring. Uh, that was like one of those first cities to kind of like start accepting us. I feel like that I was would like, bet. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you were you guys touring out of Detroit or Chicago? Where were you guys based? Uh, out of? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Actually, oh. Sort of like because we were kind of. At the time when I first joined, three of the guys were living in Minneapolis, but then me and the bass player, because uh, I, I lived in Virginia for a while as well. Okay. So I've covered all the regions. Got it. And uh, so, yeah, we came from Virginia and, and joined the band. Okay. And, uh, so, But, yeah, so, like, Minneapolis was kind of the hub there for a while. And, yeah, so, like, yeah, Madison yeah, I was see that. Madison that is, like, a lot. The, mo- the nearest by, like, liberal oasis, right? Uh-huh. Isn't that like that's sort of Madison's reputation, isn't it? It's like, it's like an, the Austin of the North or something like that. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we it's not really played, Austin, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a lot of college shows there. Like I remember playing the the school there, and that those always just being like kind of like the first like sort of bigger shows we played, and and you know would be pretty stoked when we left. Cool. So yeah, that I mean, yeah, it was a great town. Yeah, there's stuff going on everywhere. It's like a farmer's market here. It's just like all these great museums and shops and music on the street, artists on the street. It was great, man. I loved it so yeah. much. Um, 
Was that your first time there? Or had it was you my been? first time ever there. And I have a bunch of family around there, too. That was the other weird thing. I saw people that looked a lot like me in Madison. <laughs> there was one guy that no shit looked exactly like me. It was like I was looking in the mirror. It was fucking weird. And he saw me, too. We saw each other on the street, and we, we locked eyes and just looked at each other for, like, ten seconds. It was so bizarre, man, and I just kept walking. I should have gone up to him, but we were both so freaked out by it. I, somewhere out there, there is a guy who I think is my doppelganger. You know what I mean? Right. And that says a lot, I think. Like, even dressed how I did, he was wearing the glasses I was wearing. It was fucking nuts, dude. It was really, really unbelievable. Um. But yeah, Madison was great. Nashville, Tennessee. I love Nashville so much. Uh, yeah, Nashville's becoming kind of like the the new hip place right now. It seems like I have a lot of friends that are moving there, and it seems like it seems like a lot of musicians in particular are picking up and going to Nashville. Yeah, it seems like I don't know. It's it, I guess like maybe it's a good city to tour out of, and also a I, lot of bands are there, so. It yeah. makes sense to be there. You can pick up work out of there, and maybe yeah. it's cheap, too. I'm yeah, not sure. I think, I think it's cheap also is, yeah. is the big draw for a lot of those people. In East Nashville is, like, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's uh, I think it's still pretty ghetto, which is why it's affordable, but it's yeah. also, like, you know, Echo Park or Austin or Portland or whatever. Yeah. It's just, like, this big mess of bohemian crap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like artistic bullshit everywhere you know everything that bohemian makes my crapsody. brain come yeah bohemian crapsody exactly exactly i said exactly <laughs> um well that's great yeah so, man it was dope yeah sorry my my brain is half broken tonight i apologize no no need to apologize man um brains break you know yes they do yes they well do. you want to talk about it man what's going on well Here's here's actually you want to know the biggest reason why I feel like garbage today. It's a pretty it's a pretty awesome reason. Yeah, part of it is yeah. Oh yeah. I was I was up uh, I was up pretty late last night because I was finishing the previous episode of this podcast, and I had to do that late at night because I was asked uh, by Jonah Ray to fill in on Jonah Radio and and like kind of be on there and oversee the recording. For the Weird Al episode. Whoa. So I got to podcast and hang out with Weird Al last Dude, night. <laughs> that's so cool, man. <laughs> Weird Al is the coolest. Yep. And the weirdest. Mm-hmm. Cool Al. And the nicest. Yeah, so nice. I, that's what I hear about him. I've never met him. Yeah. He's nice. He's a delightful man. That's great, man. Yeah. Where, did you get to be on the show? Did you get mic time and stuff? A little bit, yeah. That's great. I, I, I was trying to like find that balance I was because I was so excited but I was trying I was like I don't you know this isn't my thing I don't want to chime in too much and, yeah but sometimes I just couldn't help it yeah of course yeah. I mean how could you not be excited weird Al when does that episode come out do you know I think it's gonna come out next week which will be when this comes out so maybe now when yeah people are hearing this. it comes out right <laughs> now I think so yeah I think I think that's their plan cool because his new records coming out real soon too he has a new record coming out. Yeah. Whoa. When is he still doing parody music? Is that? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, he I'm does, excited he does, to hear that. He does the the you know. There's always the mix. He does the parodies, and then there's originals mixed in there. Oh, that's right. That's and right. Then, he has uh, original. But, but the originals but are almost like, parodies too. Yeah, because they're like always usually in the style of a certain band, but they're not like a direct. Yeah. 
or he'll know, take parody. like a genre and yeah. just and just write a song that is like along the same lines of a hit in that genre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does, those are kind of does, my favorite ones that he does. Totally. Totally. Yeah, what was the one I had two of them. I had two of his records. One of them was the cover looked like the the uh, logo for Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Alapalooza. Uh, Alapalooza, that's <laughs> right. And the the Smells Like Teen Spirit parody cover. Off you know, the Deep End. Off the Deep End, that's right. And that one had a song on it that was about uh, – it was sung from the perspective of an old man telling his son or kid or whatever – uh, what it was like back in his day. Do you remember that song? I, that's not ringing a bell. Or was it like maybe not on that the, record? That, I don't know. Because I feel huh. like that's one I'm, I'm, that's kind of one of the records I feel like I know a little bit more. Shit, maybe it was on Alapalooza then. Well, anyway, that was one of my favorite Weird Al songs. And it nice. wasn't a parody. Yeah. Also, Taco Grande. All this kind of got <laughs> I, me. I remember that one. That's on Off the Depot. <laughs> so it was the white stuff. The white that. stuff was great. <laughs> Yeah, it's great because I also agree with the sentiment. I like love Oreos, <laughs> <laughs> and the right stuff is a catchy song. I mean, it's a catchy ass song, man. Yeah, I got pushed down a snowbank uh, when I was in third grade. Yeah, living in Gurney, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Uh-huh. I was standing on a snowbank singing the right stuff. <laughs> In middle school, and I just, you know, I, I didn't know. I heard the song. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool to sing the songs that were on the radio. And I think that was the first time I ever got called gay. And I, uh, and a, th- a third grader named Evan pushed me down a snowbank. He didn't call me gay. He called me like a bitch or a pussy or a girl or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he meant gay. <laughs> it was the whole, the same sentiment. The like, you little Nancy, you know? Um. But so I just like the song, man. You lived near Chicago for a while? Yeah, totally. I lived in a suburb called Gurney, which is where Six Flags Great America is. If you've yes, been there. I think we uh, once on tours <laughs> were staying at a friend's house that lived like across the street from there. Yeah. And we pulled our van into their yard, and it was really muddy, and we totally – Got stuck in the yard. Actually, no. Really? We got stuck in the neighbor's yard. Oh, no. And, like, tore up the yard. You assholes. So was it a family? Was it at least, like, would... a bunch of people our age? Uh, no, I don't think. Well, we never saw them because they, they were because uh, 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 we rolled in at, like, 3 a.m. <laughs> so, basically, the next day they wake up to find their yard just torn up. Oh, dude. <laughs> That is a nightmare for yeah. a house dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a dad – or you know what I mean? Like that stereotypical dad who lives in a house and gives a shit about his yard and yeah. his boat or whatever. Well, you know what? <laughs> maybe maybe you destroy their yard and the dad realized that maybe material possessions like your yard and your driveway don't matter as much and he started to focus on his kids more. Maybe you did that for that family. I'm I'm pretty sure – I think that definitely happened, happened yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think – I don't know why we're talking about it because it, it – Yeah, de- it's, it's like not anywhere – it's not even a story. No. Uh, it's just like a true thing that happened, and it's just nice, and yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Merry so, Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> How, what, your feelings on Christmas. My feelings on – I fucking love Christmas. Yay. I love Christmas. It is not a religious holiday to me. Nope. Me I know neither. it came from religion, but uh, 
Yeah, fuck it. I don't. I don't care. It means absolutely nothing to me in regards to like when the Earth was created or who God is. Mm-hmm. It's just this thing I did with my family when I was a kid, and it was dope. And it's always been dope. It continues to be dope. <laughs> it was dope this recent uh, Christmas. It was my first ever. I've done a lot of friendsgivings, uh-huh. but I've never done a friendsmas before. And I had a I had Christmas dinner at my house this year, and uh, you know a bunch of L.A. orphans. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't mean children. <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounded kind of weird. <laughs> bunch of kids, a bunch of kids with like soot on their face, <laughs> and like a little cap came over and I gave them stew and shit, you know. And then yeah, I made them eat in the basement because they're dirty kids. Uh, I uh, yeah, a bunch of people who weren't with their families came over to my house, and uh, we had uh. We had I made a turkey and a tofurkey, which I felt like really great about. I felt yeah. like a superb host at that. That's a good, yeah, that's a good move. Uh, we had yeah, we had like a, a handful of vegan things, and uh, and then you know turkey and all the regular fixings and stuff, and and nice. we all ate. Then and a bunch of people brought food, and we all ate it, and then we got wasted, and it was great. It was the best ever. It was one of one of the best days of the year. That's great. And yeah, also, done the friends, uh, oh, you got to do it. I'm going to start doing that. I think going home for Thanksgiving, partially because it's cheaper, but also it's just like, I don't know. I like L.A. Yeah, I, I do, too. I keep trying. I because I do like to see my family and be with them for Christmas, but I keep trying to get them all to come here, which my parents did come here last year. But oh, really? My, my sisters c- couldn't make it or anything. But it's too bad. Yeah. But so that was nice. But dude. Well, this year, let me know if you're in, in L.A. for Christmas because we have a time. Also, I mean, there there are so many performers here. There's so, ma- mm-hmm. so many people you know are here to do some art form, and all those people are broke. Yeah. A lot of them are here. And so, like, but also a lot of them are gone. So the comedy scene was, like, uh, you would think it would be shitty, uh, because, like, the whole city's gone and, like, no one would be going to shows and a lot of the shows are canceled. But it was just sort of like a mini version of our regular scene, like a small right. amount of people. And so it was just wonderful. Like, you saw the same people the whole month at all the shows and mics. There's this great show, Sleepaway Camp, uh, every Tuesday downtown. It's such a great show. And because there was only, like, a limited amount of people in mm-hmm. town, they just made it an – it was on Christmas Eve. They just made it an open mic. So I went to Sleepaway Camp. And it was like an open mic that started at 9 and went till whenever. And it was just like there were like 50, 60 comics in there. We all signed up. We all sort of got drunk and joked around. But we were really like – most of our sets were like we'd tell two or three jokes and then make fun of the other comics in the crowd. Right. It was just like the whole town became one huge family for Christmas. And, you know, people who talk shit on Christmas are like are literally ignoring the reality that for some reason there's something about humanity – where even if you're not of a, a Christian religion or a Christian upbringing, you're still like – there's still something about winter and December in particular that makes you like uh, better to people. Right. People in December are just so much nicer to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like the years winding down. Also because you're – it's Christmas. It's the holidays. Right. You can't be a dick on Christmas, which is weird that Except we don't do that the all airports, the time. I think. I well, think that's the exception to the right, or like to Always. your your wife or whatever, you know. <laughs> uh, I think the same kind of asshole decides that it's all right to be a dick to the people that are close to him and at the airport and to like service, pe- you know, like like so, 
service people who is that like people that you rent cars from and fix your car and i do notice people being like especially irritable toward uh people who do a service over the holidays because they like i'm with my family and i need my car right now or i need my eggs now because my kid's an asshole or whatever uh i know i always try to because i've been many 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 times on that that shitty end of holiday travel where it gets delayed and I miss a flight. Yeah. And all it. But I always try to make sure because I know how much shit those people are hearing all day. And I try to always be like, I'm just, I just, oh, dude. just trying to, you know, is, do we know anything? Like, what, what's, what's my option going to be? Like, try my absolute, even if I am annoyed, yeah. try to not show it. Absolutely try to not show it. Try, like, I mean, it is unfortunate that, the world is so damn big because <laughs> you can't like those people, the guy at the counter at the gate when you're waiting for your plane to show up has absolutely nothing to do with the delay of your plane. No. But you want to say some shit to somebody <laughs> just like you want to yell at someone on the phone when your bank fucks up and the guy on the other end of the phone is didn't do anything to you. You know, uh, it's unfortunate that you don't have anyone to yell at. But guess what? You don't have anyone to yell at. So yeah. just don't go being mean to another human being. Nope. Uh yeah, you know what's funny is I just sort of like totally undercut what I said about people being nice over the holidays. <laughs> I wish people weren't people. It's like I think people get entitled when they're with their families because they think like, well, whatever with me, but don't treat my kid like garbage or whatever. But mm-hmm. either way, L.A. gets real wonderful in the holidays. I mean, I think uh, I, I literally was saying. Ex- with the exception of airports. Oh, really? <laughs> just, no, uh, I mean, I, I think I think I agree with you, everything. I was just – I just feel like that's always the place, no matter the time of year, is where people are shitty. Is, well, is I clearly airport. disagree with me <laughs> about this. Um, no, but, yeah, I do think that, by and large, people are, like, generally more giving, more generous, more yeah. empathetic – more just more kind of wonderful to each other over the holidays and uh yeah it's great i'm I'm skeptical of the people that are christmas naysayers the one thing i i could maybe see aside from what i just said about fam like there's just there's something about your family that really heightens uh anxiety and irritability Mm -hmm. uh and it's kind of intangible, but I have it, and everyone has it, you know? Uh, so there's that. I think people could hate that. Also, uh, I think as you get older, there's, like, a loneliness that creeps in pretty hardcore in the holidays. Yeah. And some people can hate it for that reason, just like the same reason you hate your birthday. Right. Uh, it just sort of illuminates the fact. It illuminates what you've done wrong as well as what you've done right. Right. And uh, I think for some people... Uh, it's hard to focus on the positive during the yeah. holidays, maybe. It's yeah, easy never, for me to focus on the positive, yeah. the positive, which is weird because I can go negative real easy. But right. on the holidays, it's not difficult for me to look around and see what's right about the world. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I have, I've been getting that way with, with birthdays the last few years. Really? The, 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 the uh, oh, another shit. year. Start, yeah. Yeah. Like the, it, that never was a thing until like, I feel like the last two. Really? I think. How old maybe. are you? 35. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, and that sounds Well, you're you're coming weird. up on the halfway mark, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well maybe not. We'll see. This uh <laughs> um 
this nanotechnology thing might uh, <laughs> might shoot us forward yeah, another 50 years in our lifetime, you know? Uh, again, I think that's just a fact. We, why are we discussing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, do you have a – this is something I've, I've been trying to, to start asking people more. Uh, do you have a favorite Christmas memory? Oh, man. Um, you know, I had such a great last Christmas. Uh, That's I the really, time you gave me your heart. Uh, the yeah, very last day. That, I don't remember what happened the very next day, quite honestly. You gave it away. That's right. You gave it away. Yeah, which I didn't like. Uh, that was bad. Well, this year, I'll save you for tears. Nah, never yeah, mind. Hey, it's okay, man. <laughs> Lyrics don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, lead singers of are, bands. Are you? Are you? Is there some truth in that? When the you, lyrics don't matter. Yeah. No, actually, I am on the whole, the complete other side of the spectrum. I've always paid like a lot of attention to lyrics. Yeah. See, I'm not that guy. You're not that guy. No. Okay. Every now and then, there will be like a lyrics certain, that like really yeah. hit home. But like a lot of times, like there, I just even even if I know what the lyrics are, like sometimes. It's, it's like makes me just sound like the dumbest guy alive. No, like, it doesn't. But like sometimes I just don't even like think about it. Like I'll know what every word is, and then like years later when I was like, oh, I never even really like thought about that line. You know what? I uh, I also do that. I also, and I know that sounds like I'm just being agreeable, but I was thinking all day today. I've been listening to that new song "Red Eyes" by The War on Drugs. You know, I know of them. I also knew of them, and then a friend uh, sent me their new record, and uh, it's good. That song is great, uh-huh. uh, and I can't stop listening to it, and I have no idea what the words are at all. But the song, like the the music, like I sing the words. I couldn't even sing them to you right now. I, like, sing the tune. Yeah. Uh, and But the song affects me in a very specific way that is, like, a feeling that I feel like – the song is about, but I have no idea. He could be singing about brushing his teeth. I have no yeah. fucking clue. So, yeah, I, I do. Do you never, ever give a shit about lyrics, generally? Uh, I will be more apt to notice them if they're really bad. Oh, really? Yeah. I When I can hear them, I pay very close attention. When I really, like, it's very clear. I think that's why I liked pop punk so much, because there's pop punk bands their voice is so like piercing and whiny generally like you know what they're saying for right. sure it's also on the nose a lot of pop punk is like n- like by and large not really that poetic yeah you know right which i also is good if you like lyrics because you know you can get direct meaning from it mm-hmm. yeah i just i don't know not, not a lyric guy and you like so you like you'll like ironically uh know the lyrics to songs is what you're saying no, it's not even that. It's just like I mean, again, I I will notice them, but I don't notice. Them. Sure, but you'll notice it if it's really corny or yeah. something like that. Like, oh, and then, funny, and okay. then that turns me off sometimes. Oh, sure, like, yeah. yeah. So you're not a big Journey fan? I don't take it. <laughs> uh, Lyrically, I don't think Steve Perry was too much of a genius. Yeah, Steve he's, Perry he's right? back. No, he's not. Have Have you not seen this? Or, well, he he hasn't put out something new, but he's been. <laughs> It, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, Why you seriously didn't he... not heard about this? No. I saw, no. See, this is the Leno coming out. Have you heard this? You <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big Leno guy over here. <laughs> uh, no. Of, of all things, he's been showing up at Eels shows and doing songs with them. 
And he hasn't what? been on stage in 20 years, I think. He literally just completely stopped, hasn't done a thing in 20 years. That is insane. He's done it, like I think, like at least three times now. Well, oh, man. Well, that, I think, will tell you about maybe why he hasn't done anything in 20 years. Imagine you're like, I don't know how old he was when he was putting that stuff out. Mm-hmm. But imagine, like, you write Journey songs, uh-huh. and they become as big as they are. And then you grow up a little. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And then you have to hear Journey songs all the goddamn time. And you, like, I'm just guessing, what if, maybe not, but what if Steve Perry, like, wrote a bunch of bullshit when he was in his early 20s, and he just happens to be, like, a great songwriter and an incredi- has an incredible voice. And, uh, you know, he, like, wrote a bunch of, like, what's an, what's an equivalent of a Journey song? Like a, like a foreigner you know what i mean like it's journey it's yeah it's like a pop song it's like a right complete bubblegum top 40 sell millions of records everyone likes it there's nothing offensive about it at all pop song yeah maybe he wanted to write something a little bit more subversive and he couldn't get away and now he's like finally yeah i don't yeah, this I mean, is my hope this is right, my positive right, right. you know it, it's just it's it. weird though that yeah because he because, you know, there are those guys that sometimes will break off and just start putting out those different kinds of records. Usually people don't end up caring. Yeah, but at all. It, I mean, they, tr- they try at least. But he just completely walked away. I just think about that a lot with guys who get that famous that young because I – I mean, like I, I wrote that book when I was 23. I am lucky that it didn't get published because <laughs> it almost did. And I hate it now, and it doesn't yeah. reflect my voice as a comedian at all. And there are people; it would like reflect upon me if it yeah. existed right. in the you know whatever, uh, in the public eye. So I don't know, man. Maybe Steve Perry is like, uh, you know, he's no, about I... to break out as like an indie poet. Apparently, man, that, like the eels. Uh, yeah. That's so weird. I know. That's like <laughs> like. I, you could pretty much say any other band, and it would be less surprising. Absolutely, <laughs> that like there has never been a band that arty that's gotten so big. I mean, it's yeah. like the artiest. It's like <laughs> the most pretentious band that ever existed. <laughs> the lead singer, what's his name? Q or V or D or something? E. It's just yeah, D. I think it's just yeah. E, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's so like, ugh, ugh. He's so affected. I've never met him. I just like look at him and I'm like, oh, you are art. Yeah. But like art though, not art. Like art. <laughs> uh, we we got it's my fault because I went off on a wham tangent for a, you sure a moment. Did. Uh, Wait, a wham Chris, tangent? Yeah. Well, you said last Christmas and then I had to. Oh, yeah. damn right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's cool. But where you were. I oh, totally my Christmas de- memory. Yeah, I derailed you. There. Oh, man. I, you know what? I don't really, aside from, like I said, last Christmas was dope. It was yeah. great. And. Well, that's awesome that, that it was that good, that that's like the thing that comes to mind. I like my friends, man. I like them a lot. Uh, it was really. And, you know, I've. it takes like a lot of work in life to find people that make you feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it also takes a lot of work day to day to remember that those people in your are in your life because they make you feel good. You know, it's really easy for me to forget that I have friends. Is what I'm saying. Like because yeah. I, you know, I have 
anxieties and depression. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not worth that. anything. Why do people like me? I understand. Let me ask you this. Do you yeah. do – this is something I do, mm-hmm. and I know it's stupid, and I'm trying to be better about it, but I still suck at it. I constantly – I usually – I wait for people to get in touch with me. Yeah. Because I, I think, oh, if they want to hang out with me, they'll get in touch with me. Yeah, and it does. Uh, and it's not that I don't want to hang out with them. It's, it's because just, like, I think I'm bothering them. You think you're bothering them? Yeah. Well, and yeah, and uh, and that does a terrible thing to your life. It uh, isolates you. Yeah. Because especially in this town, most people have a lot of things to do all the time. Everyone's scrambling both for money and uh, practice, whatever it is they're doing, and mm-hmm. exposure. And it's, like, hard to be everywhere. Yeah. And there are also a lot of people that uh, people interact with, you know. And so you have to remind the people in your life that you're in in their life. And then they'll respond to it, you know. Uh, And I do that. I do that incessantly. And it's the one big thing that really makes (coughs) makes me sad. Because Mm -hmm. I'll be like, well, I really want to see these people. But they haven't hit me up in a while. So they probably don't want to talk to me. So I'm not – and then also part of it is that if I message them and I don't hear back, I know that it's going to hurt my feelings. Yep. Uh, so I just don't because I'll assume like, well, they're not going to message me back anyway. It's so <laughs> stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like a huge – especially getting back from tour because being on tour, I was super depressed before I left for tour. And I, I'm not coming back. Like there's you know there's some stuff, but I'm, I, it really changed some things for me and uh, – one of the things I've been trying really hard to do is like not let that shit get to me. Message my friends when I want to hang out. Yeah. Let them know like here I am. What are you doing? And like not worry about it if they don't get back to me because everyone's so busy. Yeah. I don't text people back sometimes for three days. And right. then if I text somebody and they don't text me back inside of 15 minutes, I'm like they hate me. As, <laughs> yeah. I'm an insane person. Yeah. I'm uh, – that makes two of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Well, so that's the re- – that's like – one of the reasons that last Christmas was so great, it was one of those times where I was like really intensely reminded of how many wonderful people I, I have in my life. And uh, yeah. I'm like almost crying saying this. It's like it was really, really great. No, really great I, time. Also, we also missed uh, all the people that were out of town. Yeah, man. Yeah. I gave them my heart, you know. You did. Just uh, be careful for that next day. Yeah, they gave it away. They gave yeah. it away. It was really fucked up, man. <laughs> they just gave it away to like, I don't know. St. Vincent de Paul's. What was that? They gave it to St. Vincent de Paul's. Do you know? Okay. What, do you know? I, what? I don't think. I, but I first, I just didn't know what you said. <laughs> but then when you clarified, it sounded I like I was like, <laughs> 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 "I'm so sad, <laughs> dude." I auditioned. I don't audition often. Uh, I guess I, I'm getting more and more voice auditions lately. I auditioned the other day for the voice of fucking Eeyore. I auditioned really? for Eeyore, dude, and I was never a Winnie the Pooh kid, but that that was I, that is cool. I was so excited. Yeah, that's child awesome. Eeyore, Eeyore as a kid, uh, so it was like just a little bit higher pitched than his like. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what made me think of that. I think that voice I just did, but that was a cool <laughs> thing that happened to me. That is cool. Not on Christmas. That's all right. Yeah, doesn't all have to be Christmas. Yeah. Oh, you know what? One Christmas. This isn't really a favorite memory, but it's it is. Right. I'll allow it. Thank you. I'll allow it. Uh, it. It's an embarrassing one. I, my cousin and I, performed for my family 
at my at his mom's house, my aunt's house, our uh-huh. entire extended family, we performed um, that song Ninja Rap from, from the Vanilla Ice, Vanilla Ice from Ninja Turtles Two uh-huh. for our whole family, word for word. <laughs> he picked a verse, I picked a verse, we memorized it, we fucking rapped for our all of our parents and grandparents, and they uh, loved it. And had no clue what was going on. I think they maybe thought we wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those I those moments are are so fun to think about because I've I've you know experienced being on that other side a few times now. Like like from like nieces and nephews, yeah, or or, or like my girlfriend has nieces and nephews too. And actually, like this last Christmas, that kind of thing was happening where they're like they made a, a play. Or something, and we all had to like go into Whoa. their room and watch it. And That's amazing. <laughs> I would love to see that. Yeah, it's just it's 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 interesting. Like now, you know, knowing like oh, I used to do shit like that, and like knowing yeah. the reaction, like like oh, I have to even if and I'm confused, like, oh, I gotta pretend great. like that was yeah. great. And, yeah, yeah, and like please God, don't ask me any questions. <laughs> what was your favorite part? Yeah, exactly. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's awesome. why you get so many answers. Like, well, I loved all of it, honey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say something. It's gone. The uh, yeah. I apologize once again. Broken brain. But um, yeah, I think uh, maybe it's time to. to- Go caroling? Exactly. I am – did I win the award for most into the theme of this podcast? I uh, think you're definitely up there. What I were think, some other Christmassy people? Um, I, the uh, Do you know the band Jukebox the Ghost? No. That's <laughs> an awesome name. <laughs> they're, uh, they're guys I knew from, from the touring days, and they were in town recording a record, and they came by. And they uh, they played into it, like, you know, right away. Telling me Merry Christmas, and then they did a impromptu version of uh, Rudolph. No way! Yeah. That's great because <laughs> they're like they're good musicians, and they just they what picked up my guitar and he grabbed the little uh, keyboard thingy, and uh, just they just went right into it. Oh, that's great! And, yeah, I literally was like when I realized it was so mad at myself that I forgot about Christmas because I was so focused on the coming through the door thing. <laughs> That, that, like, took a lot of energy for me for some reason that I couldn't even, one, what I came up with, the story was that I was sad, so I was going for a walk. I mean, come on, man. What do you mean, That's story? That was, you're right, you're right. Well, I mean, no, it was, like, weird that I forgot it was Christmas and that I was sad, because had I known it was Christmas, I wouldn't have been sad. But then I guess if I had known it was Christmas, I wouldn't have gone for that walk to fix my sadness, you know? And then I would never have come over here. Explain why you podcast. had the hat then. That's oh man, <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> All right, you figured me out. I sleep in that hat every day, and and you me, were sleepwalking, and I was sleepwalking, and I gave you that as a present. Uh, I sleep gave you that as a present uh, to rec- to cover my tracks and make it seem like I had known it was Christmas all along. Bravo! Wow, what a miserable failure on my part. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! Hey, Good at least, holy at least God. You, you you spit words out. That's a little better than I've been doing. I think you're doing so. great, man. Oh come on! I'm you, serious. You stop that right now. <laughs> you stop it. 
I was waving at him to tell me more. <laughs> oh, is that what those hand signals meant? I didn't understand. I'm so bad at <laughs> understanding signals. Well, understand this signal. Get out. Okay, bye. Thanks for coming by. Dave. Oh, man, thanks for having me, dude. This was so fun. It was fun. I appreciate you doing it. Yeah, me too. I'll, yeah, yeah. Well, I hopefully will see you soon. Yeah, I'll see you soon for sure. All right, man. Thanks, man. See ya. Dave Ross. Whew. We did it. I got through it. Man, you know what? That was worth it. I, Dave Ross, good guy. Funny guy. And uh, I'm a tired guy. So let's just uh, wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Even in my tired state. Anyways, uh, I'm rambling, so let's wrap this up. Dave Ross can be found on Twitter at Dave to the Ross. Almost said .com, but that's his website, Dave to the Ross.com. Get all his uh, dates and all his other info on there. Uh, he's also, as we mentioned earlier, in a sketch group called Women, and uh, their website is WomenComedy.com. And also be sure to listen and subscribe to his podcast, Terrified with Dave Ross, on the Nerdist Network. And, uh, yeah, it's a great show. And this is a mediocre show. But I'm glad you guys are still listening. And subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Follow me on Twitter, at Tony Thaxton. Um, Lots and lots and lots of stuff going on right now. Can't talk about all of it just yet. Um, And it sounds more impressive if I say that, doesn't it? But uh, I do want to let you know Dave and I talked about the uh, Jonah Radio episode with Weird Al. Not out yet. I think you got to wait another week on that. So be patient and you can listen to me and the Weird Al and the Chris Hardwick and the Jonah Ray and the Neil Mahoney. All of us hanging out. I don't know why I put those in everybody's name. Um, that's it, though. Um, no other uh, real things to promote right now other than Christmas is December 25th. So uh, that's going to do it for another Fully Snappy Pod. My name has been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs>